0: Big. Hi. Big Hello and welcome to all of my too loud, too proud, too fat, too skinny, too black, too white, too in between, too emotional, too dramatic, too needy, problematic, difficult ass women. This show is for you. I'm your host, Annabelle Maya. Follow me on Instagram at Blonde Power Ranger. And if you're a difficult woman who would like to come on the show, feel free to say what's up. My DWs, we're here today with Adama Brandy Jackson. Adama, thank you so much for coming on the show.
1: No problem. Pleasure to be
0: here. Adama and I met at Brooklyn College. Uh, let me start that back. Dom and I attended Brooklyn College together. Uh, You graduated 2017 with your BFA in acting. Mm -hmm. And I graduated 2016 with my BFA in acting. And I felt that I always connected to you mainly because of one thing, and that was the boyfriend situation. (laughs) (laughs) Because going through a 60-credit intensive program...
1: I mean, it was hard. The BFA is not anything to say It speak was fucking crazy, and let's not forget. Um, I was a double major, so I had a whole. New I didn't. Role. I didn't even know that. What was your second major? I was a communications major. I started as a bio major with the BFA, and then I went over to communications. I, I wanted to cover all areas, like the yes. acting, the background, That's everything. Yeah. So. It was a
0: lot. It was a lot. And that's something that actually I feel like a lot of young people, especially young actors, don't do. It's like try to go into like, yeah, I want to be an actor, but let me have some other well-roundedness
1: to fall back on. Mm-hmm. We don't do that anymore. People are all about like,
0: I'm going to be a star. Yeah, it's <laughs> like you got
1: to put your 110% or like nothing's going to come. And I'm like, yeah. well, you yeah, know, I need to
0: eat. <laughs> exactly. There are other things. Right. So um, I'll just say that most recently I ran into Adama uh, on my way to my struggle survival job, which is nannying for two kids. Um, which I don't, you know, despise or anything like that. It's a, it's an easy job, but like you know, we're both we're both doing jobs that like I don't really want to be doing
1: this. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure.
0: And I ran into her, and I couldn't even believe it. But um, I, I turned the corner and she was delivering mail. <laughs> she's in, in, in her male uniform and she's got the cart and, and, like, I just, I thought about it afterward. We talked and talked and talked and it didn't really even occur to me what you were doing until after I said, I gotta go, I gotta go. And then I walked to my job. And I, I said, I said to myself, I said, that's a really fucking hard job. <laughs>
1: like, how it did is. you get that job? Honestly, um, I, I was just broke. Mm-hmm. Like. Broker than broke, like, and if you thought bro you were broke, like, I was ten times broker than that, <laughs> okay, <laughs> and I, um, you don't look broke, let me tell you that, like, that's not- no, you know we all gotta make it look good, you know, <laughs> but I was just, um, I needed a job, and I had a friend that already worked there, they were just like, apply, you are gonna get in, mm-hmm. and I applied, and in the span of three weeks, they hired me, and, you are correct. It is hard. Like, we're out there freaking six days a week. It's hot. It's hot. It's rainy. It's cold. It's snowy. Rain, sleet, or snow. The mail must go. Yeah. Like, that's the slogan. And, and it's true. Like, it's a laborer's job. Yeah. And it takes your life. Like, you can't do anything. I'm at work from 7 in the morning till 8 at night. And it's like... That's what your shifts are like? Yeah. That's fucking nuts. Yeah, it's really... That's tough. like a normal shift and that's being generous like that's like if you're not called in at six in the morning till eight and does
0: your route change or is it the same like because i've seen you twice on on vanderbilt or like near that area so does your route change
1: i'm a i'm a cca so i don't have like a regular route Mm -hmm. i come in and i help the people that do have regular routes but we the ccas end up with the bulk of the work right because yeah because they go home after eight hours and we're there continuing the work into 12 hours, 13 hours for the day. It's got to get delivered.
0: I got. I just got to say, you know, I won't have it forever, but I admire you so much for doing that. Because I'm complaining about my nanny job, you know, which is like four or five hours a day. It's not that hard. And I still complain about it, you know. And I just, I feel like that's really important for all women to hear is that, uh, There are so many different jobs that women are working that are so fucking difficult and a lot of people don't they don't they don't talk about it They don't say that I hate my job or they don't say this job is really really hard for me or or, um, you know, what's what's happening in the workplace.
1: Yeah. There's not much of an outlet for that. Yeah. I, what's difficult, I think, the most is, like, how it steals your life. Mm-hmm. Um, I think a lot of people in the post office have, like, you know, they've chosen that as a career field. They're going to do their 30-plus years, get their pension and everything. But when you go into something like that and you have a passion, like acting is my passion, right. performing, it's extremely hard because you can't do those things, like... You, they they take the hours from you and you... Literally. Literally. You can, you how could you? Unless you're going to not sleep and, like, I don't know,
0: submit and write your cover letters and things yeah, well it's at night. I was
1: no. in a show when I first started for, like, the uh, uh, the first couple weeks I was in a show. And then um, once the, <laughs> the show was over and my probation was over, like, it was very apparent that I could not be in another show. Yeah. How long do you intend to do that? <laughs> I'm hoping that this is the last year mm-hmm. I have to do that. Honestly, like it's the the good thing, the turn. The, the good thing is that the money is fantastic. You know, like I I haven't had a job yet that paid me as much as the post office. I mean, they take the hours from our life, so we should be getting paid. Right. And PSA, they could be paying more. Mm-hmm. Just and paying, should be paying. And more. should be paying more. Yeah. They really should be paying us more. But um, it's allowed me to save and allowed me to be able to be confident in the fact that soon I will not have to do this and I can focus on what I want to focus on. Right.
0: Okay, so we're going back to Brooklyn College days. So I'll just, I'll jump in the water and say that for me, and we're not naming names, I did not realize until maybe I was like kind of in the eye of the storm how much a toxic relationship, and again, I'm talking for me, it was very toxic affected my ability to take care of my mental health to stay organized in school uh turning things in on time etc showing up just showing up sometimes um and that's just the sort of like those are just the basics then you get into the politics of everybody knowing your fucking shit or Does that person know what's going on? Or do they? You know, it becomes this kind of, like, you just feel like... I I felt like all eyes were on me, Mm -hmm. or maybe I was imagining it, and, um, yeah, fuck my head. And the main thing I will say, though, is that I was not able to connect as much as I... I wanted to with certain members of my ensemble right. and that wasn't because of them it was because of me it was because I was, I was very guarded right. um, and then another thing that I will say that I talked about with therapy is that like my voice I felt like my voice was not as strong as it could have been as it should have been I right. felt my voice was a little bit taken away from me um, because we were young mm-hmm. I mean, we we're still very young how old are you? 24 you're 24 I'm 26 So, you were 21,
1: 22, 23. So, you want to talk about that a little bit? Um, That... College was extremely hard. Mm -hmm. Like, being in a relationship at the time, like, I do feel exactly the way that you felt. I felt like all eyes were on me. I felt like, you know, like, I couldn't escape or couldn't separate, like, what was my personal life and my business life or my school life. And I just felt like, you know... I think what was most apparent is that, like, I felt like I was the problem. Right, me too. Like, I felt like I couldn't admit to myself that I, or I, not even that I couldn't admit to myself. Like, I knew that I wanted more, and I and I couldn't find a way to communicate that with with my partner or my peers. Like, mm-hmm. so my response was just to do it. Right like to just do it and to disregard the way other people may feel about it and i think that's what kind of you know bit my ass in the end Mm -hmm. but i think we both acknowledged at our time in college that we're both very difficult women to love Mm -hmm. like i demand a lot i think i'm spoiled i think you know i'm selfish i think my struggle came in trying to pretend that i wasn't that person like Trying to pretend that I wasn't spoiled, that I wasn't selfish. And no matter what I did, those traits always came through. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I feel, I kind of wish that at the time, like, I would have just owned it. Like, I would have just been like, I'm a brat and I'm selfish. And, like, if you want to be with me, then that's what you're going to have to take. And if you don't want to be with me, then, like, okay, like, we'll move on. Because at the end of the day, like, if you're not getting what you want, you're willing to move on. Yeah. It was just a, we like I was stuck trying to stuck. hold on. Yeah. yeah, I was very stuck trying to hold on to like this image or persona, mm-hmm. and then I felt like I had to carry it on because of the circle that I was in, my peers, yeah. and how like, we would have to. Let's just yeah. speak,
0: clarify for our audience really quickly. We we both were in an eight. Mine was an eight person ensemble. My BFA I go through one, two, three years with the same group of eight people, and Adami yours was eight or nine. Um, I think mine's was like eleven. Eleven. Okay. So, Adama was in a relationship with somebody within the 11. Um, and again, the same 11 is the same 11 people she would go through her BFA with year 1, year 2, year 3. That means doing shows together, doing scenes together, working on projects together, writing papers together. On top of, you know, your Dear Roses, your yeah. you know your auditions, right. or being in a fucking production uh-huh. that takes X amount of time. Right. And then, if you have a snidgen left of time... Try to make a little money, like you know, it's <laughs> like
1: see if you live, you
0: know, like. And they're all, of course, it's so contradictory because in our program, I, I loved our program for so, certain reason, didn't like it for other reasons. But you know, they're always talking about you know taking care of yourself and stuff. Well, how the fuck am I supposed to take care of myself if I've got negative fifty dollars bank account? Like negative
1: <laughs> fifty dollars, like problems coming left and right. Right, like, you can't, like it, it, it was so hard. Like, I was, I was honestly drowning, and I think by the end, like, I was so over it. Mm -hmm. And the crazy thing is, like, the the way that I knew that I was in such a toxic, I don't even, like, environment and mindset for myself, like, when college was over, like, I completely, like, disconnected. Me too. From, yeah, like, it was just, like, I haven't seen or spoken to, you know, some of my, Ensemble members like I just haven't and not because I don't love them like, you know, we spend years together I do love you, but it's just like I needed that time away because I just felt like I was I was wrapped up in a maze and I couldn't Like I couldn't even focus on what I wanted to do Like my life became about this thing as opposed to like my art and what I was striving to do So
0: which I have to say is that like knowing you and, and, and knowing you now is not to me who you are, whatever that means, but, and I say the same thing about myself, is that I never thought that I would be the person that was in the position I was in, being in a toxic relationship, feeling isolated, isolating myself from people around me, or being afraid to share, feeling like people don't like me because I'm the problem. Um I disconnected from Brooklyn College as well. Yeah. Um I did not go back to the campus for
1: probably a year and a half afterwards. I still haven't been back to the campus. I haven't been back like I yeah. I haven't been back. I, so I mean you I feel it here, yeah. right? Like it's just, your chest. Yeah. Like I like I wanna go. I wanna see the people like I I, I wanna congratulate everybody that, you know, is still there and let them know like I see I'm watching like great but I just, you know, I'm, I'm just past that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I, I'm just I'm just past okay. that. And I feel like, yeah, I need to be on to bigger and better things. Which, unfortunately, led me to the freaking post office. But, hey, that's, but, everybody you know, has
0: their different turn. I think that's over and over today on the train. Because I looked at Instagram. I looked at somebody else who was doing something better than me. And I was like, oh, I can't. Uh, like, and then I just said, no, fuck that. Fuck that. You're on your shit. They're on their shit. And it doesn't matter how long it takes. I don't care if I don't make it till fifty-five or whatever. Like right. if I'm on my journey. And
1: That's you know, it. when I saw you coming around the corner, it's so crazy because I was, was that was that was crazy. I had just screamed. I did. And I was like, oh, really? like you caught me post-scream. Like you, caught, I had just finished,
0: and I turned around, and I saw you, and I was like, well, done. <laughs> <laughs> But
1: it's so crazy because I feel like you know. That was when, like, going through these things is how we connected. Like, I think, like, I don't think I really talked to you for any other reason. And then, like, one day, like, we were just like, this is what I'm going through. And then you were telling me what you were going through. And we were like, what the fuck? Like, if only they knew. If yeah. only they knew what we, like. It yeah. was just like, we, And in that moment, I think, like, in that moment, I just realized. I was like, you know what? Like annabelle's a bitch and so am i like we are fucking bitches and And i was like you know what i was like we're we're spoiled for this and for the first time i was like wow like if that's why i told you like some of the nitty-gritty shit and shit that like i haven't even told like other people just because i felt like on a different level we could connect on that like yeah
0: even the stuff that
1: like Maybe if you
0: told somebody else, they might go, well, that's not right. I can understand yeah. because it comes from a different place. And we're being mad ambiguous, but... Um, <laughs> mad ambiguous for ooh, the sake of everyone for else. For the sake <laughs> of everybody else. Well, the other thing I want to say about this is, too, is is unfortunately, uh, sometimes even though you want the other women around you to be there, sometimes you you can isolate yourself from them as well. And right. they and even though maybe if you took the time to say, like I never took the time to say to my other, the other three women in my ensemble, I'm going through some fucking shit right now. And right. I really don't know. This is out of control. And I don't know how to bring it in. And they were there for me, but, you know, unfortunately like you feel like there's judgment you feel like isolation and that's another reason why i wanted to do this show is to like kind of let it out and let other women you know know that it's okay to struggle and to ask for help as opposed to i never want any woman that i know to feel like isolated from me i want everyone to always know like I don't care if right. you're the fucking cheater. I don't care if you're the one who fucking right. swiped his credit card so right. many times. I don't care what it is. Or, you know, maybe you're the one who pushed him first. I don't care. Right. I want to I hear about it. Me it's too. real shit. This isn't a fairy tale. You know, we're not in fairy tale land anymore. No, no. You know, we're, we're, we're young women and working through our lives
1: and, and wanting to get what we want. And, yeah. yeah, and we go through crazy stuff. And there were a lot of times, like, you know... In my case, like, there was always a case of, like, choosing sides. Yeah. And um, <clears throat> I found, like, I I just found myself, like, not being myself more so, like, more often than not. Mm-hmm. Like, there were times, like, I just... What does that mean to you to not be yourself? Like I just, I, I tried to arbitrarily connect with people through different means, like, trying to maybe, like... You know, like, join a club or, like, you know, sit with them at lunch and see. Or just just trying to, like, ease my way into being part of something, like, part of a group. Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't necessarily have someone that, like, was my best friend at, at Brooklyn College. Like, I, I didn't have someone that I could just be like, oh, yeah, girl, like, let's go. Like, you know, somebody to take my mind off of all of that. Mm-hmm. So I found myself, like, sort of, like... You know, trying... Not even really trying. Just, like, seeing if I could find those little groups. And when it didn't work out, like, I just kind of was just like, all right, well, it's just me. I'm a, I'm, I'm a lone wolf. Like, yeah. this is what it is.
0: And that's okay. Yeah. That's okay.
1: And I, mm-hmm. like, by the time it was gone, I was like, I need to find my own, you know, pack of, you know, just difficult women. Like, yeah, yeah I need to find... a a, a different bunch of difficult women that i can tell this stuff to that i can like you know share this with and not be like oh you're a bad person or you're this like i'm not a bad person i'm
0: fucking human human, yeah (laughs) and also like you don't know my lived experience right if you had lived in my body and walked in my shoes maybe you would understand a little bit more um yeah i get that about not being in yourself i think that i think that I went, I went through the same phase I went through in middle school in college, mm-hmm. where, like, in middle school, I was like, I'm, I'm goth, or, like, I'm punk, or, like, I'm, like, I don't know, I'm preppy, like, whatever those fashion phases. Yeah. I went through that same kind of thing emotionally in college yeah. where I was like, who am I? Um, how high is my voice? Like, you know what I mean? Like, how feminine am I? How, you know, androgynous am I? And all of that kind of, like, did not... Function properly. That like menopause did not function properly because of the toxicity, right. and I ended up. Yeah, a lot of times I look back and I'm like, "Who is that? Mm-hmm. Who is that girl?" I don't
1: know. Yeah. and and I like um, I did another. Uh, I did a web series called The Bottom Line, and um, after graduation, yeah, and we they they had asked the question, "Who loves harder?" men or women so of course I I was like you know like women downright (laughs) love harder like we have to go through so much shit to like even get a trinket of love from you guys and um it's crazy and this is what boggles my mind is that the person the men like the situations that I was explaining like the type of men that struggle to love a woman who's like giving her all or trying to is the exact same situation that I'm in now. Mm-hmm. You know, like the person that I'm with, like, like currently. you know, yeah, currently, yeah. like, like we have issues, we have problems, and it's just like it's like, it's like the same thing, and and that makes me think, like, do th- do I have a problem? Is like, it me? is it, my is choice, it like, like, yeah, like, is it me? Yeah, is it my choice? Like, <laughs> why do I keep getting tangled up with the same type of like yeah. guys that just think it's like, you know okay to like not feel and make excuses for it mm-hmm. like and, and, and then it also brings me to like well if they get to be that way and like if men get to be that way and not care about how we feel why can't I be the bitch in the brat that I am and not care about you how can, yeah. like I like I fuck that
0: yeah I felt the same way when I got into a new relationship first new relationship since the last the, the really long lasting toxic horrible one and, you know, people don't come without problems. There's not, that's not a fucking thing. Like, right. it doesn't matter how many swipes you do on Tinder. You're not going to find somebody that doesn't have issues. Right. And if you have I, issues, I, so, whew, there's, there's already going to be issues at the table because you know you're going to bring yours. And, yeah, I had that same feeling. Like, after maybe our first, like, really fucking bad fight, I was like, damn. This <laughs> sounds familiar. Right. <laughs> and, damn, is it me? Like, some of it <laughs> accepting right. that. But as much I I you know I say to him, I say, I know I'm a brat and I know I have this problem and I know, you know, I'm a little crazy over here in this department, but <laughs> I'm worth it and I'm working on it and worth it. You know I mean right. like
1: above all that I'm is it. it. Like I'm, I'm worth really, it. Yeah so uh it's just taking things one step at a time. Like I think that You mentioned his car that's <laughs> you here.
0: Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Women love
1: harder. (laughs) (laughs) You see? Love harder. Men, you, like, if you ever noticed, like, ladies, tip. You ever really want to fucking piss a guy off, like, hit him where it hurts? Get the car get get (laughs) that trash the car the car is where they live the car is what they love fuck it up (laughs) for my boyfriend it's his guitar because he doesn't have a car so
0: sometimes if he's out and I'm I'll take a picture of me and the guitar (laughs) I'm gonna fuck this shit
1: up I'm gonna fuck it up fuck it up oh and and the video game if they have the video game Mm -hmm. dump the whole like just the whole system I'm telling you that's the way to get them see I can also admit I'm a little bit petty and spiteful. I don't like to be, I don't like to I don't like to be I don't like to, don't like to, don't like to have the feeling that I've been done wrong. No, I will be like, nobody's fool. Yeah, I will be nobody's fool. Let me tell you, this is a story that my mom kinda like my mom kind of put me on to. She and my dad used to like they were they would fight each other. Left and right. Like, my mom would get out in the street and fight him. She, like, hit him with weapons. like. But they loved each other. Like, they were teenagers, mind you. Mm -hmm. They were teenagers. So, they... But that was the relationship that everybody knows them for having. Like, they always fought. And they always got back together. And, you know, and my father would bring girls around. And my mom would, like, fight them. Like, yeah, they were just rowdy kids. And (laughs) my mom told me, she was like, the reason that your father... The reason that me and your father stayed together so long is because when he would do fucked up shit to her, she did it right back. Mm -hmm. She said the problem with women nowadays is, like, they allow the man to do so much fucked up shit that, like, it's like, now, now you feel, you feel, you know, you... What what is the word? You resent them for it yeah. and they also feel a burden because they know that they could never really pay you back for the amount of shit that they right. did. But if you're both just doing fucked up shit to each other, <laughs> somehow you're a- you're able to forgive it for longer because you're just like, "All right, well, you cheated, I cheated too." Mm. Like very now good. now now we're even. Like yeah. there good. there's nothing to hold over the person's head. I've never done that. Like I've never necessarily I've had my spiteful moments. Yeah, like, I, I definitely did. But like, I never had like a fighting relationship where we we did that. But it just it just brings me back to maybe like, I, I when she said it, I agreed so much. Off the simple fact was, I refuse to let a man do so much fucked up shit to me and get away and just with Take it. it. Yeah.
0: Like, well, I, see, there's two there's two ways to go about that. For me, is I look at it is like what your man is like
1: the dogs.
0: <laughs> but I look at it like you know um, I can either you know like lay down the law and say, well, what you fucking did was wrong, and now for the next six months you're gonna fucking regret it by my attitude, by the things you have to do for me, by the things you have to buy for me, or I can go out and do the same goddamn thing. Right. So both of, both options are pretty you know. Paying. See, I'm
1: like. I think I'm, I'm more petty with the go out and do the same damn thing. Because there's no guarantee that for six months you're going to put up with my attitude. Because how bitchy I can be- become is like nothing you've ever seen. I'm like, listen, no, we're going to... But the only thing is, doing it and you not knowing that I did it is enough for me. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't need to throw it in your face that, yeah. like I got you back or whatever. I just need to feel like i wasn't the sore loser in this one like i'm not the one sitting here like crying inside yeah, in my heart and like you're sitting there like oh she yeah. forgave me i hope she'll forgive yeah. me again like no
0: especially because you know you will forgive them at some point because you know you're gonna want that you're gonna want the dick or whatever like I already, yeah, i'm yeah. stupid i
1: already know i'm gonna forgive you like i've done yeah. it before you're not like i know that i'm gonna forgive you but like yeah, let me good. give you something to forgive my psychiatrist Talia actually told me the same thing I had a you know I have, I have my own fucking jealousy
0: issues you know intrusive thoughts and shit and I said you know I really fucking can't stand it when I see him look at another woman it drives me out of my mind like I it really does it's one of my biggest pet peeves really? I didn't yeah I can't I can't deal with it but she told me she was like well why don't you fucking look at whoever the fuck you want she's like you like men and women right I said yeah she goes well you got even more people to look at than him you know she said just do, do it right back you know not as petty, but like you're saying, it actually kind of
1: allows some resolution at least
0: for yourself.
1: Yeah. So that you don't, yeah, you don't have to broadcast it. Like, oh yeah, I'm looking at this girl or this guy. It's just like, just it's for your own. Because I realize, like, I don't, I just don't like to feel like I'm being wrong Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody does. Nobody yeah. likes to lose. I don't. I don't like to lose. Except women lose a lot. Yeah, we okay. do, and and I'm tired of like. Accepting excuses Mm -hmm. for stuff like that. I'm not going to accept your
0: excuses. Um, I've got one last question for you. What is the craziest fucking shit you've ever done in a relationship? In a relationship? I mean, let's avoid like, you know, like, maybe like, let's avoid anything physical, things like that. But like, um, I think I called my high school boyfriend, um, like, 96 times once.
1: Called him. yeah that's some
0: psychopath shit whatever I said it I admit it I don't regret it I don't feel any shame but like yes I have called and 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 like you're gonna pick up for me cause if you don't pick up for me um we have a problem
1: you're stunned right now you look okay, shook all right. the that's not even that bad the craziest thing I've done um I smashed um. <laughs> just the way you say smashed, you're such an actor. Yeah. I smashed. Yeah, well this was like the summer spring, and I just I, I felt so disrespected at the time. Like I completely I I, I I took a crowbar. Where'd you get the crowbar? It was it was in my basement. Like uh, <laughs> my basement you had to go downstairs and it was right near the door. It was the first thing that I saw. And I picked it up, and I was so mad that I just, like, I took a crowbar to a motorcycle. His motorcycle? Yeah, his motorcycle. And the fucking thing was so strong, like, the motorcycle, it was just, like, it was, like, slightly denting and scratching, and I got so mad. So I, like, flipped the shit over. Like, I made sure the motorcycle couldn't work.
0: I just picture little Adama going, like... (laughs)
1: But <laughs> I can't picture you doing that. And, and, okay. no, I, was, I was literally, and I was really trying. like motorcycles are strong. they're not I, like if, like if the car was there at the time, I would have done the car, but the motorcycle was right there, like right in front of my house so I just I smashed that shit.
0: I got one more that I did um most recently I, I came into my boyfriend was in the bathroom and I was really angry and he was in the bathroom brushing his teeth which made me even more furious the fact that he wasn't paying attention to my anger like you don't get to brush your teeth you need to like figure this out so I started coming into the bathroom with his things and I started with his phone and I threw it into the toilet and then I came in and I had his guitar and I brought his guitar in and I just started bringing things into the bathroom so that he's like trying to like juggle all these things and get them out of the water and he's like, what are what do you doing, what are do you doing, with
1: that? stop, stop, and I'm so,
0: I don't even know what I was doing, that was like some
1: absurd theater type shit. So that's
0: my closing up, this has been so much Sugar. fucking fun. You're an amazing, <laughs> difficult woman. Right. You fucking hit it on the head. This is this is exactly what the show is about. And you're so unapologetic and I love that about you. So thank you so much for coming on. No problem. Thank you. And this is been for women. Hi.
1: Nobody breaking the law. tennis so nobody talk. like me. Huh. Give what you need like me. Huh. Hey nobody got a funny tip tip and in row to the tip like me. Hey, I got him addicted, he fainting. My body you drug and he need it. He begging me for the treat. He throwing fit when I leave him.